Um, well, I just wanted to introduce myself first so that you feel more comfortable with the interview. Um, so yeah, I'm Sophie. I'm 18 years old. And right now I am studying for musical theater at university, but I've been surrounded by art my whole life, like every single form of art you can imagine. Mm -hmm. And I would consider that I live for art, you know, so I'm really interested in this kind of interview and conversations with other artists. If you could like tell me anything about yourself other than what I've already, you know, I know who <laughs> you are and everything, just, you know, to get the conversation going. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. My name is Matthew, as you already know. Um, I moved to, I pretty much moved to the DMV or the DC Metro, uh, DC, Maryland, Virginia area back in 2014 after I finished my undergraduate school and um, pretty much studying history. That was like, a, that was a big thing for me. So like studying history, um, staying active and fit. So like, I know cycling is a big thing in like in, in Europe throughout the continent. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I, I got into that within recent years, I got into that. And um, this is a means of keeping in shape because uh, you know, for me, I didn't like, as much as I like running, I, I enjoy sprinting. But never, I never was like a fan of like long distance running. Even when I did it like for like sports in high school, never, never was a big fan. Um, so shifted to cycling, and that was like a yeah, that's that was been a fun, that's been a fun journey as well. <laughs> have you always been an artistic human being? Like, have you always been drawn to creating art, or was it just that like in 2020, like you said, like during the pandemic, that you found that part of yourself? That's a great question. I would say that I would say like similar to you, it was always it was always around me. Like I always have friends who could draw. I wasn't the best like drawer though, <laughs> but I did like I, I did play I did play the the violin from me too. I want to say the fourth grade. Oh, you too. Oh yeah. man. <laughs> I played the violin from I think since I was maybe like nine or ten. Or, I was around the like, same age. <laughs> yeah, for like almost three years, pretty much. That's cool, man. It's like it's always good. It's always good to meet a fellow violinist. <laughs> so, like, you've always dabbled into different types of art. Yeah, I was like, you know, to be honest with you, I was trying to like, I always thought the being the uh, the concept of being a Renaissance man was a very cool thing. Yeah. To be yeah. to be great at like various different things, and I try to embody that whenever whenever I come up uh, come up against something new. So like for me like I got back into I, I played the violin from like fourth grade all the way through I want to say my eleventh grade year in high school, um, college I just wanted to be normal I didn't want to play sports I didn't want to play music I just wanted to be a normal college kid, got that experience and um, after that after that period of time I was like well, it's something I could just come back to every now and again, but I was like you said I was always drawn to like different uh, different artistic things from like from cooking different foods like culinary art to um well cooking cooking different foods that taste good and also looks good <laughs> like a presentation um i also like going to like i also enjoy like like movies uh, i haven't really been to many theaters but i went to i saw like um i saw a concert last year at the it was like a it was a art it was a orchestra and a brass band and they came together and actually sounded really good they played a lot of contemporary music from um from beethoven all the way up to to biggie small so it was it was really cool that's so interesting and <laughs> When you were younger, like when you were a kid, did you feel like you couldn't just find a certain thing that you liked? So you dabbled into everything because that was my experience. I just, I wanted to draw, I wanted to sing, I wanted to paint, I wanted to make music. I wanted to do everything that was related to art. And I was like, mm -hmm. like, I thought maybe, you know, like maybe I just don't find, I can't find my niche, you know, but mm -hmm. that could be a good thing. I think many artists, like great artists, are that way. I think so. I think that's a cool. I think that's a cool thing because, like, um, you know, it's I, the way I like. Even with, uh, I recently got into dance. Recently, I recently got into like taking salsa classes, and uh, I took salsa classes and I got into a dance, like an African dance class called Kizamba, and um, it's like it's a, it's just a different way to express yourself, like uh, you know, through movement. And I, I was like, man, this is this is a really cool thing. It's like I don't I don't consider myself like with somebody with two left feet, <laughs> but I, I'm always like I'm always up to learning something new and like how to move my body or how to um, whether it's moving my body through dance or whether it's through or through martial arts too. Like um, this movement in general is like something that's uh, this I find is is is, uh, is helpful in everyday life and 
you know, through cooking, through photography, it, it, everything kind of it becomes one for me. So with photography, since you're talking about movement, do you focus on like capturing movement, like the quality of movement? How do you do that? How do you turn like a kind of art that is so static, like mm -hmm. photography, into something so fluid? Because all of the art that you've made that I've seen is very fluid. It's like very, I don't know, you capture reality really well. I appreciate that. How do you do that? I would say, um, so depending, so what I've, what I've recently learned with going professional, with going pro as a photographer is that, you know, composition is, composition is great. All those, all those different elements of photography and, and with, and with, um, and with drawing, they kind of all function in the same way. But wait, well, you're, when you're dealing with someone like, when you're dealing with a human being, it's like you have to, you have to kind of like give instructions or in certain instances, you kind of have to let that person do their thing because like just like you're an artist the the model is also an artist themselves as well and so it's it's kind of it's kind of striking that fine balance of you know providing instructions about what your vision is about how you want your art to come out versus um you know telling someone what to do and then feeling a kind of way um so it's i think it's about you know practicing soft skills you know and like um You know, just kind of just, you know, creating a positive environment where people can function and work effectively to, to create something great together. That is so important for models and everyone who is getting photographed. I think it's so, so important to be in a comfortable environment. And it is very obvious in your pictures how everyone is so comfortable. They're so calm. There's something, there's this aura of happiness in so many of your pictures that I love. There's this one specific one that I really liked that was the uh, two girls who are just laughing. Like they're sitting together and laughing and it's so pretty. There's something so real about it. And I just, look, I just looked at it and I was like, it's something that really fascinates me when someone can capture reality because I think it's a universal experience that taking a picture And it's not as pretty as it looks like with your own eyes. Do you feel like you are kind of sharing the way you see the world through your pictures? In a way, yes. So what I typically try to do whenever whenever I'm like, uh, my, my, my goal every time I go out into the field or if I'm going to a studio is I try to capture the essence of that person I'm taking a picture of in like at least one of the, at least one of maybe the hundreds of shots I take. And um I try to create, you know, with creating that comfort and that um, that reassurance within that environment, you know, it's it kind of it kind of like um, like my my martial arts teacher he kind of said it this way. He said like it kind of it kind of reveals itself in a way. So it with time it kind of it kind of just happens, and you just have to be there to like to you have to be there and recognize it for what it is, and you know just. Just being confident helps. It, it definitely it definitely helps to provide you with confidence. It helps the model to be confident in your ability to capture those images, and um, yeah, it just it just provides it just it just creates that. I think everything comes together for that one moment, and then it just it's just that boom. <laughs> that is so great, and you really said you really put my thoughts into into words because I what fascinated me so much was how you capture that humans essence you really do that you embrace the human so well with the with the lighting with the setting everything you capture it so well like it's not about beauty in a stereotypical way it's about that person's beauty and you capture it so well so well it really fascinated me it's so beautiful like you can tell when someone has this warmth to them and the picture is so warm and calm and then other ones are cooler with harder with you know like much harder lighting and it's so interesting because you really get a glimpse into that person do you feel like you get to know people with just looking at them through the artistic lens of a photographer like do you find certain like characteristics of them that normally people can't tell before really getting to know a person i don't know if i explained myself correctly like <laughs> no i i get what you mean i i would say that i would say like getting to know someone in and of itself is a journey and like as you as you embark on that journey 
um, with that person from like the, you know, from like, you know, creating a vision with that person to seeing it through to the end. Um, it caught you. I would say like building like building that relationship within a brief period of time. It kind of it's uh, for some I think for some people it could be more challenging than others. But it's something that I feel like everybody should learn at some point, because at the end of the day, we all we all work with people. And, you know, it's like it's uh, that's the one thing about the humanities that I loved about, like studying history or, or you know, using photography as, as a medium to, you know, to share this, to share the uh, to share what I see with, with the world. Um, I find that it, it you know, it makes you it makes you better and more appreciative of of people, of, you know, of, of, of bringing the best out of people or creating something that is it's creating something that you can't necessarily duplicate just by you know just by um yeah you just get you just something you create memories that you can't really duplicate you just have to you just kind of have to be there be present and you know it's like a very it's a very it's a very intricate thing that it just sometimes just happens in and of itself it's just uh i've kind of found it difficult to put into words but i think that if I could have to describe it in emotion, I would say happiness. Um, I would I would say like going into a flow state and and capturing someone's happiness is uh is something that's like it's something I shoot for whenever I go into like a the field, whether regardless of what I'm shooting. And do you find yourself looking at people like just like in the street? Do you find yourself looking at people through that same lens of? <laughs> such an like an artistic fantasy kind of world like do you see people that you're like oh my god if i could just like photograph this person <laughs> i would say sometimes for sure sometimes like um I, I would say even yesterday i was in i was in annapolis maryland yesterday and it was it was a i went to a meetup and um i just happened to be walking through and i would see <clears throat> i would see just these buildings of architecture and just people coming through this way and i was like man i should I, I someone's telling me to put my camera away but i was like you know what no let me just let me take a few let me take a few shots and you know it's like sometimes sometimes you take a picture and it looks like a painting or sometimes you capture a moment in time and it's like that's i think that's the beauty of photography is that you capture moments in time and it's something you can look back at it can always like uh, you can always associate like an emotion with it, and when with that with that emotional association, you can always come back to it and feel like, ah oh, man, I remember I remember how good that food tasted. I remember uh, I remember that conversation we had. I remember the the laughs we shared. You know, um, you know even 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 like uh, even like you know in a relationship, it's like even you know uh, I remember that feeling of love we had when we first when we first got together. Those different those different things along the way they that i think that's the power of photography that helps you to to get to that point totally i get that and that maybe you know um since it has so much to do with memories so you get that feeling when you're really enjoying a moment do you just get that feeling of i want to save this i want this to last so you take a picture of it is that like your fuel to make this type of art I would say, like, even if I'm even if I'm trying to take some a photo of something static, like a landscape, you you kind of want to take it. You kind of want to. I would say anybody could any anybody could like pick up a could pick up a camera and just take a random photo. But it's something to said about you know um, something about something to said be said about you know creating a composition. And I find that like kids are very good at this. Like my niece and my nephew are very good at. Uh, <laughs> From, like they would my my nephew in particular Ethan he would take my phone sometimes and he would I would come back and I see a whole bunch of pictures in my gallery and I would say man these pictures actually were really good and so <laughs> and so I shout out to my nephew Ethan and shout out to my my niece Zoe um they 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 actually helped me to do a lot of different uh, different kinds of photography too in terms of like children photography or in terms of just like uh, taking pictures in the environment and um, yeah I would say uh, to get back to your question I would say that um, what I aspire to do whenever I take photos is to uh, capture a moment you can't really you you can't really duplicate like even even if you were to try to do it with Photoshop or something it would be something very hard to do. I love your niece and your nephew, by the way. And there's this <laughs> the other picture that I really loved is one of them. I believe in Easter Sunday. I, oh yeah, it's so beautiful. Just them like standing and smiling at the camera, something so. <laughs> real about it 
and that's what really I really liked about your pictures. It's just so real, and you get just you can get that feeling of family from just looking at it. And then I looked at the description and it said your niece and your nephew. And I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> it really felt like a glimpse into someone else's life, which mm -hmm. is amazing. And <laughs> it really helps you to see the beauty in other people and without knowing them. And there's something that I've had this personal experience of not being able to see the beauty, not in other people, but for example, in myself. And because of the mm -hmm. type of mm -hmm. career that I want to pursue, I need to take pictures of myself or I need to go to get pictures taken of myself. So it is something yeah. <laughs> that it's a, it's a little uncomfortable for me because I just can't, I cannot see it. I can see the beauty in everyone, mm -hmm. in everything, you know? But there's this one person who isn't a professional photographer, she's my friend, who really has a gift for it. And she didn't know. I just mm -hmm. asked her one day to like take a, a few pictures of me because there was a beautiful landscape. We were at the beach. And mm -hmm. there was something about the way she looked at me and the way she looked at the her surroundings, the details. She saw the, the beauty in the details, you know? Mm -hmm. And when I when she took those pictures and I looked at them back, I I was so shocked because I was like, this is beautiful. They are beautiful. And I was able to see beauty in not only the landscape, which I did see in real life, but in myself. And that is something that I hadn't thought of, that, but photographers do that. You guys do that. You capture beauty <laughs> where other people can't see it. And you just like blast it on their face. Like, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> and I was so shocked. I was so fascinated. I was like, you have a gift. Because there is something about the way you perceive the small details, the beauty and everything. And it is so fascinating. And I think you do that, of course. <laughs> I think you do that. <laughs> like little details. And there's a lot of emotion in your pictures as well. I appreciate it. I, I definitely appreciate that. Like, um, I'm, glad to be, I'm glad to be coming on the podcast to begin these uh to get this positive reinforcement because like uh, I would say I could be I have I have the tendency of being my own worst critic at times and like uh, I could relate to what you're talking about like you know seeing the beauty in others but not necessarily seeing it like 100% in yourself and like sometimes sometimes I like I would be a little bit more hard on myself I'm like I'm a whole lot more harder on myself than I am than I ever be, would be on others so I appreciate you like uh you know for you know conveying that like uh conveying those things that you see in my in my art in my uh, my photos my art I appreciate you. And, um, and yeah, you, you, I, I can imagine the photos that you took were great too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, I really wanted to, to say that. And like changing a little bit the topic, I really wanted to know, mm. how did you start getting into photography? How was it? Uh, my origin story. <laughs> I would say, honestly, if, if, I'm, if I'm going to like my origin origin story, I would say like when I was a kid, I went. On, I remember I went on a field trip as a kid. My sister got me a Kodak camera. It was a, it was a Pikachu camera, <laughs> and uh, that was like one of my favorite cameras as a kid. <laughs> so we went on this. We went on this like uh, we went on like um, not a safari, but we went to the zoo at the North Carolina Zoo in Asheville. And I remember this like I felt like I was like behind the scenes, like on the crocodile hunter, just taking photos of like uh, like lions and tigers, elephants, um, all sorts of different animals, and you just you know kind of just trying to be. If, it, in a way, it kind of forces you to be forced me to be patient, and like I remembered, I just like I enjoyed the creative process of it. Um, fast forward to like 2019, 2020, uh, I, it was like it was something that kind of came back to me. I was like, uh, I was like, I would always say that you know this is something I want to do, and I kind of taught myself out of it. And then you know I'll go online to see different uh, different YouTube videos and all that. I'll come back to it later. But when the pandemic hit, when when lockdown happened. Uh, I was teleworking from home, still teleworking from home, thankfully. <laughs> um, you know, it was like, if, if what it, I would say one, as, as many bad things happened in the pandemic, I would say the one good thing for me in particular, excuse me, was it allowed for like a, a reset of where I wanted to see my life go, the direction. And um, I felt that, you know, if not now, then when, you know, so, so during that period of time, I just took a, I did embarked on a lot of different projects as a hobbyist from 
uh, pictures of my uh, my girlfriend, my, well, my ex-girlfriend's, uh, you know, graduation. Um, I did uh, birthday shoots. I did um, last man. I did birthday shoots for my parents. Uh, I did um, I did different landscape shoots and a lot of wildlife shoots as well. So, like just like the multifaceted approach to 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 life, I, I had I applied the same thing to photography. And over the past few years, it helped me to develop a, like a lot of experience in terms of in terms of knowing about lighting, learn the camera settings, um, uh, composition. Just just it it, it taught me a lot. Um, over time, and it, that that was what it kind of made me want to, you know, take the dive and go pro. And what were you doing prior to that? Were you studying history? Well, yeah, I was actually I was studying history. I was doing I did my undergraduate at Chowan University, and then I was doing um, I did was go I was going to Salisbury University to pursue my master's. You know, things didn't <clears throat> thing, so I had to take care. I had to handle a few personal things, but ultimately, I decided that photography would be a better fit at this moment in time. So I decided, you know, to pivot. And, you know, not just kind of just embrace, I would say embrace like what life throws at you in terms of like the, in terms of different challenges. Like with photography, it gives you a different avenue in terms of, oh, well, this is what I will say about photography. What I wanted to do with photography, just like history is like, is give back to my community in a meaningful way. And that's, that's a big part of, you know, uh, that's a big part of why I got into photography because a lot of the images you may see on, you may see on the news or, 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 um, or just online, you may not see the most, you may not see, um, you know, African-Americans or black people in general in the, in the most positive light. And so I wanted to always, I wanted to change that perception and show, you know, show people, you know, you know, like the two, like the two women laughing, you know, show, show, show the beauty of, show the beauty of, uh, blackness in a way that is, in a way that that showcases like people in their best light, or just captures a moment in time that's like you know that's in a way is timeless. So that's 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 my motivation. That's <laughs> you really do that. You really do capture your community so well, and you show what people don't usually see because there's so such calmness, such happiness, such peace in it. And yeah, we don't see that in the news very much, unfortunately. <laughs> and it is great because I yeah, do. This is true. <laughs> if I, I may think so myself, as obviously not a black person, I think mm -hmm. black people are so beautiful, and there's just such a delicacy in your culture and everything that you guys do. You, I really think like in every single realm of art that I see, the people who like have this thing, you know, like the the greatness the passion for it are black people and it's not shown in the news people don't usually talk about it and you really show that because there's such such a beauty a delicacy a, a happiness you the ornaments in your pictures like the flowers and everything it just shows so well like your aura i don't know i think it's so good and i'm i hope you know this but you really are achieving your goal with it i think people I appreciate like, that i think you know even people who have different opinions and whatever maybe you know they are probably able to see the beauty in your pictures because it's undeniable it is undeniable and just you just feel happy looking at just two women <laughs> laughing at two little kids just having fun it's so pretty and <laughs> I was wondering because you do a lot of uh, like street photography as well. I've seen mm -hmm. before you take those pictures. How long have you known that person? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, sometimes, honestly, sometimes it could be like a few, like a few minutes, <laughs> or like um, I, I met, I met, I met someone yesterday when I was in Annapolis. Um, I was walking down that same street I was telling you about. It's a beautiful image. And I saw she she was a she, she was a beautiful black woman. She had a she had a nice fro, it was a, it was a big fro, and she had a nice she had a sundress. And I said, hey, you know, we just, I just talked to her for a few moments. I said, yeah, I'm a professional photographer, and um, you know, I just I just asked to take a picture of her, and she said, yeah, she'd be she'd be more than happy. So you know, uh, it just it is kind of I don't know. Sometimes I guess it's just a feeling. I guess it's a feeling because sometimes sometimes when you're on when you're when you're on the street or you know you're um you're moving through an environment. And the person doesn't really know you're like, oh, like no, I don't, I don't really want to, yeah. you know, I don't want to take take my picture or whatever. But sometimes it's like it's okay, you know, that's fine, you know. But the one thing I know is like, 
there's you know there's there's uh sometimes sometimes you just get lucky other times it's like you kind of just have to go through the the motions but i would say that that same i what i what i what you see with me is what you get in terms of when you meet me um i try to i, I always try to be my true and authentic self i can't be and that's why i try to, i i would say that's why i try an attempt to do with my photography i can't really try to be uh another great man i can't i want i don't want to walk in the shoes of another great man i want to blaze my own trail you know that's that's my that's my aspiration and um you know to pay homage to the greats I, I i do respect them i you know i love their work and art but i, I definitely want to be able to you know to make my own path but yeah sometimes it just takes a few minutes to to get to know somebody and then you know then it's just then it's just like uh like we're at the family reunion <laughs> you can really tell in your pictures that's why i was wondering because you can really tell that so that like Almost all of them, I would say all of them, are really open people who just exude joy. Like, there's this one girl who had, like, a yellow dress. There's one girl, she looked so happy. And, I don't know, she just, like, <laughs> she was, like, spreading joy with her smile. And you capture that. And I think it's a great filter to just go around on the street asking people and you will find, you know, people who are so easygoing and open to new experiences. And you can really tell that you can really tell. And would you say you're someone who is really open to new things as well? Oh yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. I would say, um, like I, I would, I would say I try to, I try to embrace some, some, and like this might sound hypocritical for me because sometimes I don't like change, <laughs> but there, but there are instances where I do, I do try to embrace change because you know it's like one of that saying if you're not, if you, if you, my grandfather had a saying if like if you're not, um, something along the lines of if you're not, if you're not, uh, not not necessarily working, basically if you're not progressing, if you're not moving forward, then you're not getting better, you're you're regressing. So I try to. I kind of look at it as like, uh, like almost in like a way of like a video game. As you as you move along your journey, you acquire you acquire a different set of skills. And as you continue to go, you know sometimes you sometimes you would go a different route, and you never know where that path may take you. But if you but if you if you don't take that route, if you don't take the risk, you may never know what that what how that outcome would be. You may you may, you may just stay the same, and in a way you just stay the same. You don't you plateauing you don't get better you just and then you can fall out of love with what you're doing and that's not what i want to do <laughs> and were you scared when you first decided to go professional with photography i would say i was a little bit apprehensive yeah um you know because it's, it's kind of like the fear of the unknown you know it's like you don't know you don't know how this thing could turn out you know you're you know like for me i know i'm good at photography i knew it was something that i um that I was confident in doing and you know portraying and you know pr doing different prints and things But I was like, um, but I was intimidated to try something new. The unknown is definitely, uh, I would say the abyss of the unknown is definitely something that is, it can be daunting, but it also at the same time, it can be very rewarding. So it's like, I felt that um, one, one aside is like when I was in grad school, I took this course to study about like different pastoral nomadic communities throughout Central Asia and um, so, well, Central Asia and parts of North Africa too, but The one thing we watched this movie about was like these people they went on this migratory path that they did for many many generations, and it was like there's a there's an old stoic saying it's like basically the obstacle is the way and those people embody that uncertainty that that hardness or that uh, that change and it made you look at life like you know it's like you always have to embrace like the you always have to kind of embrace the unknown to go down that unbeaten path and. You know, to to get to, for lack of a better word, greener pastures. <laughs> and what did your close friends and family think when all of a sudden you said, "I'm gonna be a photographer"? Uh, I guess, I guess you know they want they want what's best for you. <laughs> yeah, my family they they wanted what was best for me. You know, they ha they were like, "You have a good job." You know, I I haven't I haven't given up my job, my full time job, but I would say that you know, like photography is something that I would I could see myself doing, like uh, you know. I could definitely see myself like doing different, uh, different, different venues or showcasing in the African Arts Museum. I would love to do that. Um, I, I would say that my family, my family has always been supportive, um, and they've also helped me along with my journey too. Like they, uh, like, shouts to my mom and dad, my brothers and sisters. Um, you know, uh, I would say they've been supportive. It's just like it's, it's just a fear of the unknown. It's like oh, oh no, he's like you want, 
you have something good going. You don't want to like, you know, <laughs> you don't want to just go off the beaten path. But I think it's, I think it's something to be yeah, said about taking a risk. Artistic careers are never seen as stable because they're not, they're not stable. Mm-hmm. There's no yeah. way to find <laughs> stability in it. It's always going to be fluctuating and you may have more opportunities mm-hmm. one month and then the, the next one you don't have anything and you have to live with it. But there is a sense of it is worth it at the end of the day, mm-hmm. right? I think it is worth Absolutely. it. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. You know, because... I would say, like human beings throughout 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 history, we've you can go you can go way back, um, you know, to the different cave paintings, to different, um, you know, different sculptures, or you know, even the, even the great pyramids of Giza. Every, like wherever you go, where there's been people, there's been art, and you can, I don't think you can separate humanity from from art, whether we're talking about whether we're talking about people in the Stone Age or the Modern Age. Art has always been a present and a human thing, so I've, I would say it's like it's something that which that should continue to be to be taught. And I think with the pandemic, th- that there, there's been a resurgence of some of these different things like pottery and crafting and photography, cinematography, all this good stuff. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, that's really been a shift since the pandemic. I've seen so many people take on new hobbies that have started as hobbies and then have slowly shifted their biggest passion which is lovely because Mm -hmm. more people are learning to appreciate not only art but making art themselves because everyone has that little spark in something you may draw you may paint you may even sew or like to record little sceneries for example but everyone has that and it is Mm -hmm. really important to keep embracing it because with the modern age and with uh, like artificial intelligence and everything is like sometimes it feels like art isn't a necessity anymore but it's always been there for humans it's always been there we've always had that need to express ourselves and to communicate through like a completely different language that everyone can understand because that's how art is it's kind of like math in a way everyone can understand mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. language everywhere and it is so important because it really Absolutely. brings people together yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. I wholeheartedly agree because, you know, it's like wherever you go, you know, whether we're talking about, you know, wh- wherever you go throughout the world, throughout, like my, my family's from the Caribbean, from Guyana. And, um, you know, pretty much there's like music, there's, 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 um, it's, it's art in different ways, you know, it's art in terms of, art in terms of, uh, in terms of food, in terms of, um, in terms of the spoken word, in terms of, um, Man, just like I, I can't, I can't imagine like not just the Caribbean, not just the Caribbean, or not just about, but I just, I can't, I can't imagine humanity without art, you know, um, with artificial intelligence. Sometimes I use it, I use some of that in my editing, my editing, um, for like the back end work. But even so, I still feel like I, I look at it as like it's kind of, it's kind of a tool that you know it will. It, I think I find it be helpful, but at the same time, it, I think there's certain, there's certain things we got to like figure out before it's like. Uh, yeah, I just think it's something where everybody has to figure out at their yeah. own pace, basically. And, hmm, what do you like about yourself the most as an artist? Hmm, that's a good question. I, I, you're asking me some good questions. I never, I never really thought to ask myself. <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. I would say, um, I would say, resilience is in the. It's that's one thing I like about myself. I would probably say if I had to nail it down to one thing. Um, it would possibly be, I guess my, I guess my ability to see, to my ability to see what others don't necessarily, what others necessarily can't see or, or don't see at the time. Um, and I think that for me, that, that, I think that creative thing, it kind of comes from, I think it comes from practice. It comes from repetition and it just comes from, you know, attempting to get into that flow state of relaxation of just letting just look kind of letting things happen and as these things happen it just it works in a way to help you to create something that is that will last its test of time whether it's something whether it's something whether it's a photo of a landscape you put up and your that you took in your like you took in your neighborhood or if it was something like i don't know like the the Veros, the verrazano bridge in new york you know it's something you can always look back and say like man that was a wonderful project that is so fun <laughs> um so you said 
Did you say your friends or your family were from Guyana? Oh, yeah, my whole family. So my, I'm the first generation here. So my whole family is from Guyana, South America. Uh, my parents, they came up here in like the early, early to mid 80s. Uh, my mom, she was like, she, she, she came up here, like she came into New York. Um, and then my, my, my brother and then my sister, they followed suit. And then they stayed in New York for a good amount of time. And then they moved to North Carolina. And boom, here I came, Durham, North Carolina, 1992. <laughs> yeah, I asked that because I'm literally, yeah, so. I was born next to it. I'm from Venezuela. Oh, nice. nice. Oh, so we're technically neighbors. <laughs> Not first generation. Well, technically, technically I am, but I was born there. I lived in Venezuela until mm. I was five, pretty much. So. Oh, nice. There, it is an interesting experience to be first generation in another country, especially with such a different culture. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. I would say, <laughs> my dad's probably gonna laugh. He he might laugh at this later, but like my dad, um, I don't know if you ever saw the if if you saw the first Black Panther movie, yeah, uh, with yeah with Killmonger, his dad was telling him about Wakanda. <laughs> that's how my dad told me when he. That's how my dad used to tell me stories like before I used to go to bed about Guyana because he has some really cool stories where he um growing up like um, it, it basically he saw like different lots of different animals from like howler monkeys. Um, anaconda, jaguars, and he had all these different kind of stories. So I thought I was like, this place. I when I was young, I was like, I was like, you know what? <laughs> I don't know. If this place is real. Maybe I was in my head. I was thinking, maybe we're just Jamaican. And he's making. He's just making this stuff. <laughs> and then one day he was like, he brought a map to show me. He's like, oh, this is where I went to school. This is like, this is where I met your mother. This is you know, all sorts of different stuff. Like, oh, this is a real place. <laughs> and did you go through? the pipeline of being kind of washed out to wanting to touch back into <laughs> your roots like further in your life and feeling a little bit guilty <laughs> i would say I, I would say it was always present um you know because like i would say like the one thing that was ever present was the food was the food in, 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 my, in my parents home um and even when we, especially when we go to New York, my aunt, my aunt Karen, she would cook some of the best curry chicken, curry roti ever. Uh, <laughs> so like, um, you know, what what it made me realize is like, you know, it's like, it's it's it, it was kind of a scary thing for me because like it was like one day I woke up and I realized I was like, man, after my parents go, I won't have any if I don't maintain this, if I don't you know keep learning about this culture, exactly, it, it, I would lose it. So it was like. Um, Going back to Guyana, I went back to Guyana back in like uh, 2016, I think, for my uh, for 2015 or 16 for my grandmother's passing. And um, although it was a very sad occasion, it was like it really felt like I actually it felt like a real homecoming. Um, from the time we got off the plane, it was all love to the food preparation. Um, the only thing I didn't like about, about <laughs> Guyana was yeah. the mosquitoes, because like uh, my blood type, they they were they were and it was like I went to war as soon as I came out the plane. I was like, ah. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's a beautiful country. I'm looking forward to going back possibly sometime this year. That is something I can really relate to because, you know, I wouldn't say I was washed out. But the thing is, with coming to Spain so young, mm. you kind of get ripped from mm. your roots because of your environment, like your school and your friends. Because this is a very different thing from mm. America, I would say. Like something I've noticed in the United States is that there are lots of communities, people from very different backgrounds. No, from mm. similar backgrounds, really find each other very often. And here, everyone's just like kind of mm. there, you know, like people don't usually come together that much from different backgrounds. It's mm. more like everything is smashed together. So... You know, coming here so young and also the comments from kids who were obviously very innocent, but teachers who weren't so innocent that were like, no, that's not how you love. And I was like, oh, really? So, yeah. you know, I lost my accent really soon, like really fast. Like in a year, I almost sounded fully Spanish, for example. And for a while, I didn't mind it. But then, you know, growing up and then when I was more interested in art in general, and music especially i wanted to learn more and i was mm -hmm. i realized i don't know much i don't know much about the music 
from Venezuela. I don't, I don't, I don't know it, and I should. No, I grew up around some salsa and yeah, yeah, and, and the food. Obviously, my mom makes amazing food, and I was like, I want to learn how to make this food. <laughs> I want to learn about the art. I want to learn about the singers, the musicians, because I, I have to mm. keep it alive. You know, we, and especially as artists, we are we have the ability to keep our cultures alive and share them with other people. And I was like, I need to do this and I don't know anything about it. So that's been an interesting journey, I would <laughs> say. Like, for example, the, I did say the um, rehearsal I was coming from an hour ago, there's one song mm -hmm. that's salsa. So I was like, this might be my moment to shine. <laughs> and... I, it really feels like you find that thing that makes you feel like you belong. And coming back to your pic to your pictures, they really do make you also feel very welcome. So like you welcome people into your your culture and your family. I appreciate that. You really show. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it was like um, your it, culture. for me. It was like my so my brother and sister they were born there, but uh, it like like. You know, like like with you, was ever present with my parents or my with my brother, um, and every now and again, when a relative would come, it would be like uh, kind of like a be like a refreshing kind of thing. Um, but yeah, like I, I could relate, I could relate to a lot about what you're talking about, because like growing up in North Carolina, uh, it was it wasn't necessarily like with, like with New York, where where a lot of people come like from the Caribbean or different places. North Carolina was kind of like. Um, Perhaps there was perhaps there were a few people from Jamaica or from Trinidad, but it was like it was like my brother was would say it was like it was hard to find, you know, it was, it was hard to find like a community of Ghanese people. Um, so it was like outside of our our general household, that was pretty much it. Um, so, you know, so like I could definitely relate to what you're talking about as far as like as far as like assimilating into the culture, but at the same time wanting to be like, oh, I need to. This is something I should know. This is something I should you know I should embrace and like learn more about. I, I could definitely, I could relate to everything you said. <laughs> everything. And about your surroundings, because you said, like, it took a while to find uh, a community. You really grow as a person when you find a community where you belong, that you can relate to. Do you surround yourself with other artists mm. as well? Like photographers and other artists? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. So within recent, within this, within the past few months, um, I've been going to these. They call them the street meets. So they got street meets DC and uh, portrait meet DC. Uh, shout out to the shout out to the organizers from there, because like without them, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have had like uh, the portfolio I have now. Um, but pretty much it's like a, it's a it's a group or a collective where a lot of different creatives from you know cinematographers, uh, videographers, models, and photographers come together and. Um, it's it's like it's a very cool environment where people just you know embrace the creative process and are not afraid of failure you know it's like nobody i would say some with, as you go to these events more often sometimes you see some of the same people and, but more often times you see new people and like you know as you go as you move along you're kind of like well i may not see this person again let me let me help them to create something that will be be meaningful and beneficial to them um so yeah, I would say definitely like um, going into those, going into the field with those different artists and different people um, who are looking to create something, you know, uh, something that is like one of a kind. I would say it, it definitely. I feel like it helps. It helps everybody to become better as you go. So I, I could, I could, I would definitely agree with you know with what you said about you know finding a group of people that um, can help you to become better. Did you find that to be true for yourself when you, uh, as you got into uh, into theater? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I've always had, you know, I think this is. I've mentioned it in other interviews as well. Uh, what I call the miss. I have it here in a paper. The misunderstood kid to artist pipeline. <laughs> so, <laughs> that, I think it's a very common experience. <laughs> I just felt like I didn't really belong anywhere, and. For like the longest mm. time, and until a few years ago, uh, my mindset hadn't changed at all, because no matter where I went, I just didn't mm. feel like I belonged anywhere. And I still kind of have that feeling, but that's more like mm. imposter syndrome at this point. But um, I got into <laughs> theater when I was, I think, 
13 first with a company and I met okay. amazing people like amazing kids who were around my age and also older like adults that also had this passion for theater and for music and I was like wait 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 a second I kind of feel I kind of feel like I belong a little bit you know because like the <laughs> The biggest thing is feeling like your voice is being heard. Like that was the biggest thing for me. Like Mm. knowing not only that you can speak, like having the strength to speak, but also have other people listen. And that is so big. That was like the biggest thing for me that also lately I've felt like that before. I kind of lost it for a little bit. And I feel like that again now because Mm. in the project that we're doing right now, they're really allowing the students to create and showcase their ideas so that we can make something together with like music and dance. And everyone is being heard. Every voice is being heard. Every option is being considered. And there's this energy every time we come together, like my class and my group, that is so, so incredible you just feel like you can say what you're thinking and everything goes by so smoothly and i do feel like my creation my, my creativity is coming back because you really the environments really affect how you create stuff and if you feel like it or you don't because you can't really control your creativity it kind of just pops in, you know which is amazing. Know. Like I've been able to write songs again, which I hadn't for a while, which is what I do mostly. And oh, nice! And you're able to do it again because not only are people supporting you, but listening, and that is so huge. You know? Yeah, it takes honestly. It takes a lot of courage. I think it takes a, a whole lot of courage to be an artist, especially like in in the performing arts, because it's like you have to. Not only are you trying to like convey something that was like written on a page, but you're you're trying to like, I guess depending on what on kind of what kind of piece you're working on, you might be trying you might try to put a spin on a character that hasn't been done before. You may try to um, get a certain reaction from the audience that you know that you know it, you know it might be it might be not necessarily be the one that the reaction you were hoping for, but it's it's the, it was the right reaction. So like I can understand it. It takes a lot of courage to do what you do, man. I was like, I, I would say more power to you for like for for going to that, and um, I yeah, it's no problem, man. It's no problem. I would say like for myself, I would say before I got into photography, I honestly didn't consider myself an artist at all. All even <laughs> even though um even though I did like a lot of different things, I didn't consider, necessarily consider myself an artist because like uh. I, I, so for some odd reason, I just like I didn't necessarily consider myself that. I had like f- different friends who were into graphic design in college, or who could just draw very well. Didn't need they didn't really need much. They you could just wind them up and they can go, and they could draw like they could draw any kind of anime character or, or whatnot. Me, it was like I I I got into a drawing phase one time, and after that it was kind of like I'm done. <laughs> but I would say uh, I was like look back. <laughs> I would say with photography, though. No, no. I mean, I, I <laughs> you like good at drawing, and I'm just not that good at it, you know. And if I am, it's just like it takes five hours mm. on a little drawing to be like, okay. This is decent, but then I have some friends just like grab a pencil, mm. go like this, like in in one line, and they're like done. <laughs> it's like, how do you do this? <laughs> I don't think it can be taught, honestly. Like painting and drawing, like academically, like professionally, mm. can be taught, but the the actual art of it, like the mm. creativity of someone who just like says, "I have this in my mind, I'm gonna turn it into reality." I think, I don't know. I think you have to be born with it because it is something that I I can't explain. I can't. <laughs> Absolutely, I think you know. I think I think for some people. I guess there's like a spectrum for it. I guess there's people who have to work really hard at it. There's people, and there's people who are just like, um, like yeah. a Mozart who are just like, just, just gifted. And, and, and then there's like most people who just fall in like somewhere in the middle where it's like a combination of the two. And like, um, I would say if, like for myself with photography, it was more or less like I found myself, I found myself like, uh, just like in the beginning, 
like with most things, like when most things starting out, you're not you're not gonna be great at them. Like when you first begin, it's like, when, like when I like when I look at my first pictures compared to now, I'm like, oh god, what was going on here, man? The lighting was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was like you know, but it was like it, it's it's a learning experience, and with each it, with each year as you go, you see you can see you continue to see the the growth that happens. And I'm sure you see the same thing with the, like your with your uh, with your artistry in terms of theater. Like if you look back uh, to when you first started, you look back with nostalgia, and then it's like sometimes you're like, what what happened there? Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's a process. <laughs> and when did you get? Uh, I mean, if if you did, when did you mm. feel like it clicked for you that photography was your thing? Did you have an experience where you're like, oh, this this is my thing? I would say yes. I went to there was there was a couple instances I had where I, where I felt like that. Um, I went to the the title base in Washington D.C. back in 2021, and um, I, I was I'm big into cycling, so I took my I took my recreational bike out there just to like just to cover distance better because Washington D.C. is a very walkable place. Um, <clears throat> so like I was I went to different I just I was trying to get this the the Washington Monument in a way that was that was perfect in my mind perfect. And um, and well, as I got to these different spots, and you know, I, I realized certain things were clicking. I was like, "Oh, the lighting isn't isn't quite where it needs to be. Let me uh, let me adjust my aperture, or let me boost my ISO, or you know, let me let me take a wild card and just boost up my shutter speed." And the more I was like, the more I played with the camera, I was like, "You know what? I'm I'm really getting this thing." And I think it was at that moment that I realized that you know, this is something I could really. I can make into a career if I, if I gave it serious time. And, um, but what I would say, it was like, that was one instance to do it taking landscapes. But I would say another instance was like when, it t when I took different pictures for people, like I, f I felt like, I felt that what I've, what I aspire to do with my photo, with my photographs that I take of people is to add some, is to add value to that person's life. Whenever I work with them, um, add value in a way to them because some, because some people, Some people may see the beauty in themselves. Some people may not. Some people may come to the shoot feeling one way, um, and then you know they may they may be having the worst day, you know. And then just by you being there, just by you working with them, you take their you take their mind off of off of stuff that they can't really change, or you you just help them to you help them to elevate. You help them to shift their spirits and emotional um, their emotions. So I think yeah, I think I think just you know. Um, Embracing an art, being an artist and being a photographer, I feel like those things are important to help people to 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 spread more positivity in life. And how do you make the environment more comfortable for someone who is so tense with this situation, like someone who may be more insecure about themselves? Well, I think that I would say confidence is confidence is key. If you're confident in yourself as the photographer, that model, that model, that, or that person behind this, behind the lens is going to be feel, they're going to feel confident in you. If you, it's and it's kind of like, it's almost like you're a magician in a way. So it's like if you're if you're a magician, you you want to you want to keep this this you want to keep a balance of like, you want to, you 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 want to keep a balance of where you you're you you're you're inspiring confidence in the person. So you don't want you don't want that illusion to be disruptive. So if like even if but even if you're if you lose confidence in yourself, you can easily get it back by shifting your focus, um, focusing on things that are within your control. Um, you know, getting that person to adjust in a way, uh, adjust their hands in a way that you know it, that evokes confidence and evokes power. Um, and then as you and then as you go back and you say, oh man, this is this is great work. Look what we got. They see themselves in like they haven't seen themselves before, and they're like, oh man, I really do look good. Let's keep this going. Let's keep this creative process going. And um, yeah, that's 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 typically my approach is just to is, you know, have confidence within myself to create the best possible images, and that will translate to that person. I feel like that that process that part of the the process is infectious. And what what is your next step? in your career as an artist like do you have anything planned like tr like traveling or something what's your next step good question um well i guess my next step i'm i'm developing some graduation photos um so i'll be doing i'll be doing those in the interim but i would say like i would like to my my aunt she's been she's been she's been trying to get me to come to the netherlands for a long time so i would say like if i can 
I would say that would be ideal to possibly do late, later this year or possibly sometime earlier in the summer. But um, I would say for my next possible projects, I would say that I think a, a trip to up the East Coast, possibly to Philadelphia, um, New York, or um, even even back to even back to the Caribbean. I would love to. I would love to be able to to showcase uh, to showcase people, the environment, and everything else in between in the best possible light. That's that's my aspiration when I go to um, perhaps when I go to Guyana. I'll be I will, I'll be able to showcase my family, my extended family in a way that uh, they hadn't seen themselves before. <laughs> I'm sure those will, those will be amazing pictures. Like, I can imagine how they will look like, and I love it. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you. So, I want to ask some questions that I do ask everybody, and I'm really curious. So, the interview is coming to an end. Deal, if you have to, with Creative Block. Ah, uh, with the Creative Block. I would say... I would say I would try to keep shooting because even if you're having a rough day, even if you're not having, even if your composition is not the best, I feel like what separates the the good photographer from the great photographer or the great artist in general is that even if you're taking some, even if you're in an area where you where it's like the composition is not the best or the environment is somewhat boring, you still have to you still have to find a way to make that work. So. Playing with different angles, playing with lighting. Um, my apologies. Playing with different angles, playing with lighting. Um, you know, even just tackling something from a slot from a lower angle. You know, you can you can you'd be surprised about what you can create. So I think if I if I'm struggling to get into the flow state, sometimes what I may do is is take a minute to just to med maybe take maybe meditate for like five or ten minutes and try it again. You know. Keep trying until you see until you see the result because if you quit, then you for sure you won't get the result. But if you keep going, you'll be able to perseverance. That's one thing I would say. If you persevere, you'll get to where you want to be. <laughs> yeah, perseverance. You did mention before the street. I don't remember the name exactly, but like the reunions of artists that you mentioned. Oh yeah, street meet. <laughs> exactly, street meet. It's so important to not be afraid of making mistakes or making in your case mm. photographies that you don't like because you just have to keep creating and that is so difficult it is so difficult to stay in a mindset in a positive mindset of well i'm not getting it i'm not i don't like what i'm doing at the moment i don't like the result but i have to keep mm. going how do you find the strength to keep going with it Well, sometimes, like, um, you know, sometimes, sometimes the challenge, like, uh, the challenge for me sometimes is, like, to, when I'm getting to the place, if I'm having a rough day, like, let's say, for instance, I had a rough week at work, or uh, something happened in my life where I can't control it, what photography does for me is, like, it, what, when I'm, as I'm going to the place, I might have these negative thoughts going through my, going through my mind about, you know, what I can't change or what I can't do, and, What I would say, like, what I would, what I typically try to do is I try to, I would talk myself, probably like 20 minutes out, I would talk myself, try to, to, I'll talk myself into getting there, getting back to that process where I'm in a, I'm in a part ready to, I might not be 100%, but I'm ready to, to do something. Um, and so even when I'm not, even when I'm not feeling my best, the person on the other end of the lens can't tell because, like, I, because, I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm, I'm getting closer to that state of flow. I'm getting, and even if the flow is, is brief, I'm in a, I'm in a place where I can still create something that's memorable for that person. And, um, and more times than not with, you know, with, um, with the different elements at work, I feel like it just helps, it's helpful to remind yourself that, you know, you are a pro, you're, you're doing what you're doing. You're, you know, they, you're, you're out here for a reason, you know, um, You know, sometimes sometimes I would say a little prayer before I start, and then I would just go. You know, but for the most part, I would I would say just like um, positive self talk, and you know, just continue just to shoot. That's that's my typical approach. And do you find that music helps sometimes with your creativity, and especially in a studio, like taking pictures in a studio, which is very different from an exterior shoot? Does it feel like music helps with it? more easygoing 
Yeah, I would say you know this is this is, this is like this might be a little off topic off topic, but I would say like for me, some of the best produ- some of the most productive mo- music that helps me to from cleaning to to photography to getting something done is, is soca music. <laughs> so 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 if I need to get into like a if I need like a positive energy, um, I put on some soca music and I'll I'll let I'll let it go. I'll put on like a soca 2023 mix uh, playlist mix. I'll let it go, and you know, it's like it's like a it's like a family reunion. It's like a party, and it's just like uh, it is it's a it's a very uh, it's a very positive and fun uh, musical experience. So for me, I would say soca music definitely cha- it changes the game. Uh, Afro beats as well, and um, I listen to I listen to reggae too. But like I listen to like um, I would say a lot of different music. But I would say if I'm trying to get into a state where everybody's positive, everybody's doing great things, I put on some uh, some soca, and we're good it's, to go. It's amazing. <laughs> and family means so much to you. It's beautiful. A hundred percent. You've mentioned 100%. it so much. It's so beautiful. <laughs> and Thank you. do you have any tips for any aspiring photographer? Uh, for an aspiring photographer, I would say if you're just starting out, I would say have faith in yourself. You know, have faith in yourself and be confident. It's something that that does take time. It might take it might take more time for some people than others, but at the same time, it's like uh, <laughs> as my son sees, like like my man Naruto said, I never give up, man. Just keep on, just keep on shooting, keep on going, and you know, you'll be surprised at how far you come. It's like in a way, it's, it's kind of like climbing a mountain. But it's, and as you as you go, it's as you go with cycling too. As you as you go up the hill, as you go up the mountain, as you're climbing, when you look back. As you you might as you look back, it's like man, I've come a long way. But it's like you know, it's like you 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 look at it in the ways that you 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 look back to those things to give you appreciation for the journey that you're on. And as you continue to go, as you continue to grow through it. Um, just hold those memories, hold those memories to, close to your heart, so they can, um, so they can help propel you to greater things. That would be my suggestion. And what would you say to your beginning artist self, like when you're first starting with photography again? I was just having this conversation with myself earlier. <laughs> I would say, I would say, you know, I would say you're better than you think. You better, you're better than you think. Um, just, con- I would say, continue to continue to believe in yourself. Continue to. Um, to continue to study, continue to believe in yourself, continue to um, continue to persevere, and you'll be okay. Uh, the the best part about it is that uh, the journey is long. The journey is long, and you and you can. It's okay to make mistakes, and you can continue to. As you make these mistakes, that means you're trying. If you're not making any mistakes, you're not you're not you're not improving. And uh, to my grandfather's quote, it's like if you're not. <laughs> If you're re- if you're if you're resting, you're rusting. So you not you got to keep on growing, keep finding different ways to to continue to change and uh, evolve and become better. That's that would be my suggestion to my um my my beginning self. <laughs> That's so good. Being an artist <laughs> is something risky. It is scary mm-hmm. because deep down, even we like even ourselves, we feel like scared. Because it is so unknown, we we doubt ourselves, like just like our parents do. Like the, well, you have a stable career already. You're you're doing well. Are you sure you wanna? Are you sure you wanna do it? Is, is it really gonna make you happy? We, we, I think like we all have those thoughts. So it's really oh, yeah. important to to believe in yourself and to support Absolutely. other artists as well, because it is so important. Support is so important. I was gonna say like uh, I was gonna say you know without the without the without the different models and without my friends who have pitched in you know I wouldn't be where I'm at today you know without without their help without their support so um, I I can't shout out to everybody but I say, I say shout I say thank you to all those people who helped me to become better a better photographer a better um, you know better everything so I appreciate you and <laughs> do you have any upcoming projects that you want to share with people right now? What I would say is like as far as upcoming projects for the month of June, I've got a couple birthday shoots coming up. Um, so I've got a bir- I've got what the- I'm getting this graduation shoot um, a little bit done a little bit later this evening. But after that, I'm going to be I would say for the upcoming month of June, 
I'll probably be doing a couple more street meets, but also I'll be doing <clears throat> some more networking with different uh, different models and photographers. And um, anybody else who wants to book with me, you know, I'm like I'm always I'm always looking forward to working with new people, looking forward to uh, you know creating the best positive environment. And um, one thing I would say that definitely inspired me to embark on this journey was going to the African Art Museum in Washington D.C. And seeing, um, and seeing Nollywood, seeing like the Nigeria, Nigeria's Hollywood out gallery, man, it was like it was it so it it inspired me to like showcase um, just uh, just everybody within the African diaspora in the best possible light, just just like that photographer did in there. I, I I can't remember his name right now off the top of my tongue, but um, but it, it inspired me to be able to create beautiful images in the same in a similar way. You can book with me at Portraits by Matt Conway. Dot com. You can also follow me on my Instagram at Matthew Conway Photography and my Pickfair site. <laughs> Let me just make sure I get everything together. Those two sites, for the most part, the main ones I operate with. Matthew Conway Photography. You As can find me on Instagram. Any, uh, any and uh, or, my know, personal uh, website, anybody by Matt Conway. Looking forward to com, who's based in the DMV and I'll be happy or looking to, to travel. Just feel free to reach out and we'll, I'm sure we can work something out. Great. Well, that's kind of it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I appreciate you, Sophie. Thank you. I appreciate you too. I think this was a great conversation. I think so too. It was definitely. I feel like it's 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 always great to like to uh to talk to another artist and and again, I definitely appreciate the positive feedback that uh, you provide to me because oftentimes it's like um oftentimes we don't necessarily hear that all the time. Some we, a lot of times in, in even our own, in our own minds we think about we can only necessarily think about we maybe the maybe the neutral maybe the negative but those hearing those positive things from other people definitely provides me with positive reinforcement to keep doing what i'm doing i definitely appreciate you thank you thank you it was really fun absolutely